Welcome to another episode of the Transition Wrap, covering from Friday 6th to Thursday the 12th of March. My name is Paul Shelton, coming to you from Transition Australia. The vast majority of people want action on the climate emergency. We want to see the transition to a low energy, low consumption and community focused Australia happening not at some point in the future but right now. But it's hard to keep up with the actions, groups and initiatives and sometimes this makes it hard to take that important first step from concerned and aware to actively involved. Well that's what this wrap is all about, giving you a quick glimpse of the huge numbers of events happening across the country so you can get more active in your town. So let's get on with it. We start today looking a little bit at waste. The average Australian produces about 1.5 tonne of waste each year. By now, hopefully, people are getting onto the compost train since about half of this is food waste that really should be finding its way back into our gardens. But a bunch of it is also household goods, which take energy to make, to package and to transport before you even think about using them. What this means is that before we throw away that thing that might be a bit old, dented, scratched or wobbly, we should ask ourselves whether it can be repaired. Fortunately, this week there are a bunch of folks across the country to help you answer that question and maybe even teach you a thing or two about saving some money, some carbon and some landfill at the same time. On Saturday, there's a repair cafe at Albury-Udonga from 10 to 1 at the Sustainable Activity Centre in the Gateway Village. On the other side of the country, on King William Street in Bayswater, WA, there'll be a repair cafe hosted by Transition Town Bayswater on Saturday from 2pm to 3pm. And on Sunday, the folk from St Kilda Repair Cafe will be holding their repair workshop from 2pm to 5pm at the Port Phillip Eco Centre on Blessington Street. If you're in Melbourne and looking for an event with a completely different vibe, then you might want to join XR Darabin for a die-in at Preston Market this Saturday. If you haven't heard of these before, you might be wondering what a die-in is. Well, it's basically street theatre with a message that without action, we're sentencing animals and eventually humans to an early death. Participants on this day will be lying down in public to draw attention to this message and demand that the government tell the truth about the climate and ecological crisis, act now to limit global warming to no more than 1.5 degrees, and engage in a democratic process that is beyond politics. These are really powerful events, so if you're curious or want to get involved, then head down to Preston Market this Saturday at 10am. Just over the straight, Extinction Rebellion Tasmania won't be hosting a die-in, but they will be holding a Heading for Extinction and What to Do About It session in Glenorchy Library on Sunday at 1pm. These are introductory sessions that explain what XR is, give some context about the theory and the history behind non-violent action, and describes the magic 3.5%, and how if we can get this amount of the population active, then history shows that change is inevitable. You don't need any special knowledge or background to attend these sessions, so if you're in Tassie and want to know a bit more about XR, then this is a great opportunity. One of the things that we are desperately going to need as we move from awareness to involvement to action is great facilitation. The reality is that groups are complicated and all of them will experience their ups and downs. These can be an opportunity to build empathy, understanding and resilience, or it can be an opportunity for massive loss of social capital and conflict. It's good facilitation that will help determine which. With this in mind, I'm pretty excited to give a shout out to Skills Up 2020, who are holding a facilitation for radical grassroots organising session this weekend in Melbourne. This session will explore practical facilitation and skills to assist you in organising local groups or affinity groups. And we'll also explore how group processes, such as consensus decision making, can in itself be a form of activism. This session is angled towards direct action type groups, but the skills can be applied widely. This Saturday is actually the second of a two-part series, so if you're new to facilitation, you might want to wait for part one, which is going to be run again later in March. For more information and locations, check out Skills Up 2020 on Facebook. We'll be back to this weekend for our event in focus, but I want to jump to next weekend quickly for what's going to be a huge Friday of mass protest events. 
Mass protest is crucial to keeping in the public eye. There have been some amazing successes over the last year or so in particular that have really forced people and the politicians who represent them, at least in theory, to stop and take notice. But we have to keep the pressure up and get onto the streets to show that the passion for change is not a summer thing and it's not going away. With the bushfires and the toxic air that came with them so clear in people's mind, there's never been a more important time to make this happen. Uni students for climate justice will be holding events to demand the end of fossil fuels and justice for those both causing the climate change and being impacted by it. These events are happening in Melbourne, Sydney, Canberra, Adelaide, W and Brisbane. So check your local campus for more details about times and meeting locations. At the same time, and I would imagine on the same route, XR will be holding a march against Murdoch to highlight how the decades of denialism from News Corp has polluted debate, lied to the people and stopped us tackling the biggest challenges of our time. It's time that this behaviour stops and it's, that's what people are going to be demanding from 5pm at the Treasury Gardens in Melbourne. Also on Friday in the central New South Wales town of Gosford, the Coast Environment Alliance and the Central Coast Koalas will be coordinating a Koalas Not Coal rally. This is a family-friendly and relatively self-explanatory event that's inviting participants to do their bit to protect the local koala population and stop the Wallara 2 coal mine that will clear over 180 acres of local bushland. After losing nearly half the koala population in the bushfire, this could be devastating for the koalas in the area, with some suggesting that they could simply be extinct in the wild in the next 20 to 30 years unless something changes. If you think koalas are more important than another coal mine, then make sure you're at the Central Coast Council Gosford office Friday from 6pm. If you're in Sydney and both exhausted and angry from all that protesting, then why not finish your night off with a vision of what could be, as Transition Bondi hold a film screening of 2040. This is a great film from award-winning director Damon Gamow, who embarks on a journey to explore what the future could look like by the year 2040, if we simply embrace the best solutions already available to us to improve our planet and shifted them rapidly into the mainstream. If this needs to be any better, it will also be accompanied by a three-course meal prepared by the amazing volunteer cooks. Film and Feast happens at the Margaret Whitlam Rec Centre in Waverley Park on Friday the 13th of March from 7pm to 10pm. And finally, we want to give a big shout out to Mundaring and Transition from WA. This is a great group who will be holding the Blue Sky Festival on the 14th and 15th of March. This is a two-day festival devoted to a range of environmental and sustainability issues in the Mundaring Hills. There'll be talks, workshops, local youth presentations, environmental stores, displays, music, homemade goods, kids' activities and loads more. This looks like a great event and we'll be running at the Sculpture Park in Mundaring WA from 10 till 4 on Saturday the 14th and Sunday the 15th of March. Check out www.transitionaustralia.net for more details. And now for our event in focus, where we take a deeper look at one event from the calendar. This week we're looking at Transition Street Sustainable Living Festival in Geelong, Victoria. One of the things that lots of people tell me is they don't know where to start. If you've ever had this thought, then I would highly recommend you look at the Transition Streets approach. This is a very structured and participatory approach to looking holistically at your impact and what you can do about it. What's more, it encourages you to engage with those around you to follow this process as a small group so that you can mix environmental outcomes with some social connection. It's called Transition Streets, but really it could just as easily be Transition Parent Group, Transition School Group, Transition Waiting for the Train on Platform 3 Group, whatever. The key is it's a way of structuring a conversation with a small group of people about how you can have a powerful local impact. If you're a renter and are thinking this doesn't apply to you, then think again. As renters and owners alike are encouraged to link up with their neighbours, make our homes and streets more energy efficient, less resource dependent, more self-reliant, less wasteful, healthier and more enjoyable places to live. 
One of the areas that's been absolutely kicking goals with this initiative is Transition Streets Geelong. This Sunday, they'll be taking the inspiration and learning out to the public with the Sustainable Living Festival event. This festival will feature a range of speakers addressing topics such as sustainability and community connection. It'll be emceed by Rod Quantock and feature the fresh funk swing sounds of a formidable vegetable sound system, which, trust me, needs to be experienced to be believed. There'll also be opportunities to learn new skills, get hands-on at a range of workshops, make the eco-switch by shopping in the environmentally friendly market areas, enjoy delicious plant-based vegetarian meals and snacks from local food trucks, explore living small with the on-site tiny house and loads, loads more. It's going to be a great event and well worth a trip to Geelong if you're out of town. It's running on Sunday the 8th of March from 11 to 4pm at the Deakin Waterfront Campus in Gerringap Street. And you can find more details at transitionaustralia.net. Also, if you can't get to the event but want to know more about Transition Streets, then check out the free guidebook at the website. And if you want to know more about Geelong Transition Streets, then head to transitionstreetsgeelong.org. Well, that's all we have time for this week, and that's just the very tip of the huge iceberg that is events this week. We'll be taking a week off next week to attend some events ourselves, but as always, if you've got an event you want some help in promoting, and maybe to get included in the future national wraps, then take the two minutes to load up an event on the Transition Australia website at www.transitionaustralia.net. While you're there, check out the resources, videos, and support Transition Australia gives to transition town groups and like-minded sustainability groups. So get out there and get involved this week because it's up to us to change the narrative from business as usual to the future that we want. My name's Paul Shelton. This has been the Transition Wrap. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. The Climactic Collective.